Hello Habit Mechanics, it's Dr John Finn here. I hope you're having a fantastic week so far. Welcome to a shorter episode of the Habit Mechanic podcast. Remember, you can listen to live episodes of the Habit Mechanic podcast inside the Habit Mechanic University app, where you can ask us questions live and we will answer you during the live streamed podcast. Inside the app, you can also access your Habit Mechanic Toolkit. You can also watch our live masterclasses and join our live Change Challenge coaching sessions. You can download the app for free. You rightly highlight how we live in a world of distractions and pressures. We have social media, we have different social media platforms emerging day by day, which show us things about other people's lives, tell us things we should be doing, tell us things we shouldn't be doing, put this put this pressure on us, get us into ways of thinking that are really unhelpful for us. And you, you highlight that when we have what can be a very damaging situation and challenge in front of us, although it's very powerful and, and, and in some cases people find it very difficult, we do have a choice when we face these challenges. Yeah, so the starting point always has to be how well did I do my best to be at my best? Because there are far more things that we can control. Or let me rephrase that. We are in a better position to control how we feel than anybody else is to help us to do that. So we have an awful lot of control, much more than we give ourselves credit for. And when we start to learn how our brain works and how we think, then we've got a much better chance of managing the thinking process, therefore managing what we uh, habitualize in terms of thinking and doing. Yeah, and to, to help people think about how they can choose to be their best um you 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 do highlight a continuum we, we've talked before about the VUCA world the volatile unpredictable complex ambiguous world that that phrase that many moons ago the u.s military coined to highlight the, the dangers of the world in a strategic military sense but it applies so well to our changing societies and our changing our changing daily routines because of things like social media and, and distractions. At one end, there's that, and then at the other end, something you call me power conditioning. Yeah, so me power was a term that we came up with maybe, I don't know, seven or eight years ago now, just trying to capture this idea that we have an awful lot of power over our own lives so me power conditioning is the idea that i am deliberately working on myself we often connect the idea of conditioning with physical conditioning but we can also do psychological conditioning so me power conditioning is i'm deliberately putting my best foot forwards and working on myself we see that with the T plan in chapter one. How well did I do my best to be at my best? And doing me power conditioning is the first step to becoming a habit mechanic. 
and this goes beyond the individual, if you want to have a high-performing team, a high-performing organisation, the first thing you're going to need is to pack it full of people that are doing me power conditioning, that are prepared to work on themselves, to be at their best, to take responsibility. So we have more power over what we think and what we do than we give ourselves credit for. And me power conditioning gives us something as tangible to, um, I suppose, label ourselves with, label our behaviours and our actions with and other people's at a high level. Yeah, and I think that's so helpful when you fit it together with this idea of of, of stating and, and pointing out to people that they do, they do have a choice. Um, they, it's not just uh, them against this massive tsunami of distraction and, and, and pressure. They they have a choice to, to, and how to react. And me power is a fantastic way, I think, of capturing it and helping them. In the book, in, in Chapter 9, you then move on to explain how how we can start to begin working on ourselves and improving things um and the starting point is a quite a succinct but powerful phrase thinking about our thinking and you get people to understand that that the way the brain works at a very fundamental level we're always thinking you have a, a fantastic exercise for doing this perhaps you could take us through it now on the podcast yeah so we're always thinking that's quite hard to understand if we don't deliberately think about it um, because we're so automated in in our thinking and our doing. So yeah, a quick way to understand this is if you just notice right now that you're talking to yourself and if it's helpful to think about that, just imagine you're wearing an invisible pair of headphones so you could cup your hands onto your ears loosely um just imagine you're wearing an invisible pair of headphones think about the size of the headphones the color of the headphones the brand you know are they big um noise cancelers are they small pods and then as you're doing this you can notice maybe a favorite song or a podcast or album or playlist that you're listening to or even audiobook and then also as you're doing this, notice how you're speaking to yourself. And if you don't think you're speaking to yourself, notice how you're saying to yourself, I'm not speaking to myself. I'm not a crazy, I'm not a crazy person. This is going on all the time. So we are speaking to ourselves all the time. So we are thinking all the time. It's always there. And when we start to recognize it, we can start to get more control over it. So instead of telling myself how rubbish the world is and how unlucky I am and how terrible my life is, I can refocus my attention onto all the things that I could be grateful for. Like, I'm really grateful for the person that made these headphones that I'm listening to the podcast on. I'm really grateful to the person that made the phone that I'm listening to the podcast on. I'm really lucky to have a roof over my head. It's really, I'm really fortunate to be able to have some a few meals today. As many people in the world starving. Um, just one example of how we can refocus our attention to something that's more helpful for us. 
in chapter 22, we have lots of little frameworks that we use, like our Wabbers and our Fab frameworks, etc. But yeah, in short, we're always thinking. And I think that example, that little exercise, makes it very clear that we are and that we can start to control and manage. I think probably manage is a better way. We can start to man- manage how we think to get our attention onto things that are more helpful for our health, our happiness and our performance. Yeah, because I think uh, another fascinating and, and critical point that you make in the book is that um, it's important for people to realise if we do, as, as as humans, continue to have these unhelpful thoughts, we actually train ourselves to become better at unhelpful thinking. That was a real revelation to me when I read it. Yeah, so the same rules always apply. We We get good at what we practice. So in chapter five of the book, and we did an entire podcast on this, we we talk about learning in a lot of detail. Learning's at the heart of becoming a habit mechanic because you're learning how to build better habits. And the habits you're going to get best at are the ones that you practice often. So many of us are walking around every day practicing mindlessly, worrying and getting stressed and beating ourselves up. And we're not even aware of it but it's going on silently, mindlessly. And that means that we're habitual, habitualizing that way of thinking. So if we want to think in a more positive, helpful way, then we've got to practice that instead. And I, I experienced this firsthand because I did my a big set of theories I looked at in my PhD work was around something called meaning-focused coping where you deliberately change the meaning of something that's stressful. You change it into something uh, more helpful. And I noticed that over that time of my PhD work, I just started to naturally think in a more positive, helpful way. Now, it's the same with the end of day three to one reflection that we discussed in, in chapter five, and that every day people are, are posting in the Habit Mechanic University app. That's a way of practicing thinking in a, diff- in a different way the, because the, the most powerful way to practice thinking is to write things down so yeah the the things that we practice thinking about will become our habits and already are our habits and it's becoming easier than ever to think in a unhelpful way because of the VUCA world and because of you know lot of uh, say largely significantly i think is that media outlets and other media organizations have learned that negatively uh, framed headlines get more traction they get more attention so they they frame things more negatively um because we live in the attention economy so although it's difficult to get our attention onto helpful things it's absolutely viable to do. And, you know, just one example, one of the, one of the uh, super habits that I've resurrected in recent weeks is I'm not checking the news in the week. I might listen to the news at the end of the day if it's, a, if, it, if, it's rel- if it's uh, if I have time, if I'm walking or something, but I'm not checking. I'm not proactively going to check any news. Um, I just catch up at the weekend. 